Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. One aspect of Einstein's theory of relativity suggests that even as the center of the earth is pulling you towards it, keeping you firmly lodged on the ground, your center of mass is pulling back at the earth. But the more massive body barely feels the tug from you. Every choice we make is like your essence pulling back at the earth. But because the world of ideas is so massive, the universe barely feels the tug from you. Yet no matter how imperceptible, it does feel it. That's why your every choice matters because it actually contributes to a cluster of subconscious behaviors known as habits. And each habit is a recording of everything we do, particularly those things that require repetition from the foods we eat as well as when we choose to eat them, how we talk to ourselves and others, whether we think the best or the worst of any situation, how often we exercise or if we do it all are all choices, which are descendants of habits. Welcome to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio, where we challenge the fitness between your ears. I'm your host, Tiaja, and on this episode, uh, have you ever struggled with making the same mistakes over and over again? Of course, we, we all have. Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with on this week's show, where you'll learn how to open your mind to the universe of ideas so that you can turn off the mistake malware and replace your negative thoughts and habits with healthy ones. If you look at the world through the eye of a needle, everything you see will still be a part of the world, albeit a very narrow, myopic view. Most of the things we accept to be true without questioning turn out to be incorrect. But there comes a point when we must admit that we don't know as much as we think we know and that much of what we do know is wrong. Now we are in part to blame for this, whether we want to admit it or not, most of the time we live inside our heads where we are the main character. Everything we experience is through the lens of meism. We like to think of ourselves as free, open-minded thinkers, but in reality our lack of awareness of the world around us is rooted in self-centeredness, which oftentimes lends itself to tunnel vision. It's not that you're selfish or narrow-minded or believe the world revolves around you per se, but it does mean you have been hardwired to think of self before others. Interestingly, the more educated you are, the greater the danger. Why? Because highly educated people tend to rationalize things or dismiss them intellectually or, at the very least, come up with abstract explanations to justify their thinking. The monologues in their heads become endless loops of cognitive assurance. These cognitive assurances become cognitive patterns, which inevitably become behavioral patterns and habits. In 2006, a Duke University study found that more than 40% of the actions people performed each day weren't actual decisions, but habits. This explains at least in part how and why people get stuck. Our subconscious thoughts oftentimes become repetitive behaviors that we've programmed. In fact, 
most of us have created a complete psychological operating system that is based on our habits. Anyone who has learned to drive can attest to this, that initially there seemed to be a million conscious behaviors needed to safely navigate your vehicle through the maze of traffic, but after a while, the coordinated behaviors required for driving became second nature. They became habits. Then there are those subconscious behaviors that seem to sabotage our best efforts, especially when it comes to our health and fitness goals. Most can identify their personal demons and destructive habits, but can't always name them. And the reason they go unnamed is that they're hidden, protected by beliefs and prejudices. We euphemistically call these things rationalizations and justification. As a personal trainer, there is nothing more daunting than having to overcome a client's presumptive habits and walls of reasoning. After years of trial and error, I've learned that the only way to successfully assist such a client is to allow them to come to the end of their own conventions. When you get to the place in your journey whereby you no longer have all the answers nor questions, you will seek help. Whether it shows up as a shout, cry, or whisper, it is a request for intervention. Such are those rare teachable moments when a client raises their hand, but not because they have the answer. Let me give you a case in point. Frank was a former client of mine, and he struggled, like most men, to ask for help. Now, though he was a middle-aged man with a distinguishable beer gut that sat low like a woman in her third trimester, he was the first to tell you that he had always been that way and was therefore in perfect health for a big guy. Frank was one of those men who would rather veer a hundred miles from their destination than to admit they were lost. This was before GPS. His habit was that he knew everything. In fact, I lost count after the hundredth time he told me he knew what to do, but thought he'd check with me just the same. That's because in Frank's mind, we were on the same level. That is, I wasn't his trainer as much as I was someone he could occasionally consult about fitness, even though he had hired me to be his personal trainer. Still, no matter what I told him, he would find another way in his mind, a better way to do it. If I told him, sorry, advised him to do less weight and higher reps, he would stack the weights and perform as few reps as possible. If I advised him to get a bit, a little bit more animal protein in his diet, he would go 100% paleo and ignore anything edible that didn't have parents. And his rationalizations and justifications were classic. I mean, he once told me that the reason he wasn't taking in more animal protein was that he was pondering becoming Buddhist. And when I informed him that I knew many Buddhists who ate meat, he said, not the ones from Tibet. And when I told him that tantric Tibetan Buddhists are allowed to eat, quote unquote, clean meat, he said, yeah, that's why I'm the other kind. <laughs> the other kind of what? Tibetan monk? He obviously forgot that he had told me he didn't believe in a higher power or even spirituality with it when we first met. Oh, well, at least he wasn't wrong, even if he couldn't be right. Normally, I don't fire clients. In fact, I can count on one hand the number of times I've had to do so. Of course, I was tempted to fire Frank many times, but something deep inside kept telling me he needed my help, even though he didn't know it. So we continued until one day we just mutually parted ways. I suppose the proverbial line I had drawn in the sand for Frank was cardio. 
See, cardio had always been a large part of whatever workout program I designed, and since I've always had more female clients than male, cardio had never been a problem. But with men, especially men like Frank, it was a huge issue. Some days he would do like five minutes, and then there were times he would skip it altogether and then lie in my face when I asked him. To his credit, though, Frank had told me up front how much he hated cardio, that he considered cardio a waste of time or something women did. I'm not some female, T. Clearly. What Frank didn't know is that I understood the fear men have about cardio. See, most guys, whether they admit it or not, have a little man's complex. That is, no matter how large they become, no matter how large a land mammal they become, they still see a little man in the mirror. And so their fear is that cardio will shrink them, making them smaller. I don't want to be a pencil neck geek, T. Clearly. This is when a good habit becomes, well, a bad one, if you will. Frank had good habits, which brought him to the gym every day. But along the way, he had developed some pretty poor ones in terms of creating balance. Like many men and women, he had lost sight of his purpose for being there, and that was to get healthy. Yet hundreds of reps and pounds of weights later, a big chest and arms became all important. Anyway, several months later, all of his ego jockeying came to a screeching halt when I received the sad news that he had suffered a massive stroke, which had completely shut down the left side of his body. The next time I saw Frank, he was a shell of his former self, even after having undergone some rigorous physical therapy. He'd been cleared by his doctor to do some very light resistance training and low-impact cardio. Ironically, the very things I was trying to get him to do months earlier, his doctor was now advising, no, ordering him to do. Frank was no longer concerned about having the biggest arms or chest in the gym. His priorities completely changed, and the only thing he wanted to do was live a long, healthy life. Finally, we agreed on something. Sometimes, the need to be right is the greatest hurdle and habit we must overcome. So how do you switch your default hardwired, self-centered perception of the world into a more open, less self-centered, universal awareness? Well, from personal experience, I can assure you that universal awareness begins when you can admit you're not really the center of the universe and you don't know as much as you think you do. I mean, let's face it, regardless of what you do for a living, you still don't have all the answers at your job and someone is actually paying you to have them. So clearly, it would be impossible for you to have all the answers to any other area of life. We can't always change our thoughts overnight, but we can change the way we think about them in a moment's notice. Just as we can all universally learn from Frank's mistakes, you are not perfect, nor is the next person. We all make mistakes. We all believe we move in a straight line until forces beyond our control move us in a different direction. The name theory of relativity is connected with the fact that motion from the point of view of possible experience always appears as a relative motion of one object with respect to another. For example, a car with respect to the ground, or the earth with respect to the sun, or our egos in respect to the universe of ideas. 
Sometimes the reason why we can't get the results we want is because what we want is so self-centered that no one would benefit from getting from get from us getting it but us. See, the universe never bends in that direction. It is the force that is seemingly beyond our control that moves us in another direction. Some of you out there are just like Frank, meaning you either know it all or you hide it all so that the world believes you have it all. I've had clients who knew they were pre-diabetic, for example, and yet told no one so that they could continue to eat the way they wanted to without any intervention, that is, without any force moving them in another direction. But inevitably, the need for dialysis became that force that moved them. I've also had clients who asked for help and then made one excuse after another why they couldn't show up for their workout session. None of those clients were fooling me, but that was the least of their worries. They were not fooling the universe either. The universe was pulling them, keeping them firmly lodged on the ground, and instead of finding that healthy balance like like Frank, their self-centered mass simply pushed back. Dear friends, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers. You have been listening to Urban X Real Talk Fitness Radio. This is Tiaja. Thank you for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on all your favorite music apps and look for our book titled The Ten Seeds Planted for Health, dropping in November 2017. You can pick it up on Amazon or on our website, www.urbanxfitness.net. And I just, again, want to thank you for stopping in and listening. And please join us next week as we discuss the differences between paleo, vegan, pescatarian, and many of the other popular diets out there in our podcast titled Eating What? Until then, as always, walk in health and peace.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.